You know, a lot of people have problems with New Year resolutions as in after yeah, three or four months. Have given up one. They give up, right? Generally. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they lose the momentum, they lose the energy. It doesn't work. Yeah. yeah, then you feel lousy, right? Mm. But this way that I'm teaching that and which I've used has been very, very good at um, allowing me to be very consistent and for me to show up consistently and sustainably to see okay. through my goals throughout the entire year. Wow. All right, Rebecca's toe. We are recording. Hi, Dan. Hi, Rebecca. Hello. Hi, everybody. How's everybody Hello doing? Hello from Hello from Upper Bukit Timah. What's up, man? What's up? What's down? <laughs> What's in the middle? What's down? Don't know. Yeah, we, we are so happy to be doing our podcast again. Yes, again, and we yeah, are doing so this. Fun. We're doing this. We actually have to. We have to record two to three episodes tonight because you're going away. Yes, I'm going to Hong Kong. Yeah, for... is this a last minute thing Not or really. was it a planned really. one? It's a planned one. I'm going to watch a concert. Who's? Uh, she's called He Yunshi. Oh, Denise Ho. okay. I think do I you asked, know. <laughs> yes, I uh? asked you this question many times. And like you were, three times. Yeah, and then you <laughs> ask me, "Do you know her?" And I'll say yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah every time I ask you, hey, but do you know who is He Yunshi? Yes, yeah. I know who is He Yunshi. Yeah, then you say, oh yeah, yes, I know who is Her yeah. Then next week, I will ask you again, where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I went to watch the concert by Her Yun-shi. Oh, do you know who is Her Yun-shi? <laughs> <laughs> It's a story that never ends. It just yeah. goes on and That's on, how I have friend. a lot of conversations with my friends, you know. Because my memory is so bad. It's like Twilight Zone, you know. Uh, so looping. we always, especially with those friends whose memories are so bad, right? We can have mm. the same conversation over and over again. Mm. You know, I, I have yeah. a bad memory, but I'm trying to change my mind. Like, I'm trying to tell my mind now that my memory is okay. <laughs> because if I t- keep telling How myself... That well, I think it's just um, neuro-lingual programming. So if you tell uh-huh. yourself that you have got bad memory, then you just continue to look out for evidence law to prove that your memory is bad. Oh my God, maybe, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That, so, that, that, that's the same with me, you know? Really? Because I... Okay, so I am a hypochondriac, right? Mm. So let's say I have a stomach ache. Mm. And then I... If I if I focus on my stomach ache, right, I will keep noticing it. It gets worse and worse. Yes, this is basically it, you know yeah. where attention goes, energy flows. Where focus goes, energy flows. You know when you buy a car, right? Let's say you're a new model, yeah. then you start to realize the same model on the streets a lot more often, right? Yeah. And you oh. go like, oh, it's just basically. It's not like suddenly there's That's a the proliferation. Same. Yeah, mm, but it's just true. attention. Mm. True. True. So the so- trick. The trick is if you can direct your attention to a more positive thought or a more neutral thought. I mean, from super bad memory, you can't say I've got a super good memory. Lah. You wouldn't believe yeah. it anyway. So you just tell yourself that my memory is okay. My memory is okay. Yeah. Then once you're used to that idea and that you believe it, mm-hmm. then you can go to the next level, which is I have a good memory. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to try that out for a week. Yes. Then i tell you how it works out. So, so how are you going to try about your tummy, tummy ache thing? How are you going to try it? How does this work? No lan. That one is just me being hypochondriac. So it has happened a few times before. Because mm. I have this small mole also that I thought was cancerous. So I, I went to see a specialist, you know. Mm. Yeah, and Actually, then... you and I were very similar. You know, every time I have some, some pain somewhere, right? <laughs> like uh, suddenly, one, I'll just think, oh my god, I'm having a tumour. Or like, oh my god, it must be cancer. Is it? Yeah. Is it pretty common? I think most I don't people know. are like that. They think the worst immediately. Yeah, which is very silly. La. Yeah. And then you know the worst thing you can do is when you have a pain or you have some symptoms or whatever, then you go online. <laughs> yeah, never ever go to WebMD. I, I know a yeah. lot of people. Like, then you do a search and then you go like, yeah. holy cow, I think I'm yeah. not well. <laughs> yeah, and you will feel all the symptoms. One. Like when I went to see my mole doctor, right, the specialist, mm. Right, mm. and he looked at it, he looked at my mole and he said, no this is not cancer. And I still challenge him, you know. I still ask him, but but I went online and it fits all the all the criteria right. on the website. Is it getting How do you know it's not? Huh? Is it getting bigger? In my mind it's getting bigger, but I think it's not. Mm, but because I was paying case... attention to it every day Ma, I was looking at it. Oh. In any case, as you grow older, you will grow moles and they will, you know, you will have new moles and moles will go yeah, bigger. Yeah. So, mm. Correct. So I think my only sickness is hypochondria. Right. Just really? make sure that your mole is not bleeding. It's not. Ah, once it's bleeding, then it's a sign of cancer. It's actually very tiny. If you <laughs> see it, you will laugh. You will laugh at me. You're like, oh, what are you thinking? Why would you ever think that this mole is like, it's just a, 
like so tiny, you can't probably can't even see it. But anyway, oh, I'm crazy. You 怕死了你这个小妹妹。Yeah, but I am trying not to be so hypochondriac. You know, live in the moment. Yes. Don't worry so much. Yes. Yes. So welcome to episode six. Episode six, which will be our final episode, not forever, but for the year. Oh, one eight. <laughs> I think yeah. our 几只小猫 will be very disappointed if we tell them this is the last episode ever. Hello, I think we have some fans. Eh. We have already, you know. Yeah, you know when we yeah. if we actually 组织 you know like autographs. What fan meeting? <laughs> <laughs> you think yeah, fan fan gathering? You think people yeah, will turn up? Self organized one, <laughs> we organize ourselves. We got we got idol organized meeting for themselves, man. I think obviously we, have, we are not. We have to pay for people to turn up. <laughs> <laughs> we pay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can can yeah, we can keep some budget for that? Yeah, come and lim kopi, you know. We buy you yeah. kopi and tua pao and siu mai, can ah. But whether we are fans or not, we will keep on doing this. Yeah, I'm I'm your fan, Rebecca. I'm your fan, Daniel. Oh, so as long as I can tune in and you can tune in, then we're happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Like we said, we contribute about fifty listens every week. <laughs> yeah, you know, like um, what I do is, you know, total honesty. You know, I will have to, I will play back, right? Of course, I upload, then I'll play back, right? When yeah. I do the post production, I play back as well, right? So obviously, uh-huh. I will listen to it multiple times. But yeah. even though we were the, we are the ones who is doing the podcast. Every time I listen back, I hear new information from you. You know, Rebecca. Oh, really. Yeah, like I go like, wow, this girl is so smart. Really? <laughs> yes, and even like after multiple repeated hearings, I will go like, wow, this girl is so good. She's so smart. Wow, I never thought of myself as smart, but thank yeah. you. Yeah, this this is this is the time when you tell me that I'm smart. Also, <laughs> you are you. I always tell you that you're smart. Wow, you're so smart, so thank eloquent, you. so good at talking. Thank you. So sociable. Thank you. It's so perfect. So today, right, we are going to do uh, a very interesting exercise again. Okay. Again. Yes, again. I love little exercises. And I wanted to do this exercise because we are closing in on the on the year and then we are starting a new year. Okay. Okay. And this is a time where a lot of people will be very reflective. They'll be thinking about, oh, you know, what have I done in the year? What have I achieved? What have I not achieved? Was it a good year or not? You know, uh, was it disappointing? Uh, What have I learned about myself? You know, and this is also the time when people start to kind of think about what they want in the new year mm. you know goals or you know new year resolutions and things like that yeah yeah so i want to um teach people uh, a new way a very radically uh, interesting way of goal mapping which mm-hmm. i have been doing for about three years now this will be like wow. my fourth year teach me because yes. I don't have any specific framework one mm. when so, it comes to goals. So I, I yeah. love this because um, ever since I started doing this, I felt like it's been very, very useful okay. and very energizing. And uh, my entire year becomes very, very guided. And wow. then I realized that, you know, a lot of people have problems with New Year re- resolutions as in after yeah, three or four months. A lot of people months, have given up on They give up, right? Generally. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they lose the momentum, they lose the energy. It doesn't work. Yeah. yeah, then you feel lousy, right? Mm. But this way that I'm teaching that and which I've used has been very, very good at allowing me to be very consistent and for me to show up consistently and sustainably to see okay. through my goals throughout the entire year. Wow, so what is it? Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Yes, Tell me. you're ready, right? Yep. So goals, right? Most of the time when people do goals, uh, what they do is they think about what they want to achieve. And then mm-hmm. people will tell you that it has to be measurable. You know, mm-hmm. it must, there must be a deadline. There must be a timeline, right? Yeah. So for example, you will say, okay, I want to make 100,000 in the next 12 months by the end okay. of 2019. Or yeah. I want to lose 10 kilograms by the end mm. of 2019. Yeah, it has to be pretty specific, right? Usually, that's the wisdom. La. Yes. Or you say, okay, by the end of the year, I want to be able to run a marathon or something like that, you know? Mm. So, it's very tangible, it's measurable and whatever, right? So, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Except that what I'm going to teach you is instead of goal mapping, we are doing core desire mapping. Okay. Okay. Call desire mapping. Yeah. So, so stop thinking about your goal for a moment. Mm. Think about your core desire. Okay. Okay. And the ultimate thing that we are going to go after is actually a feeling. Oh. Okay. Because behind every goal that you want, okay, yeah. if you think further, it's a feeling mm. that you are after. Oh my God. I had a similar revelation that day. Eh? 
Tell me. So, okay. Uh, let me find my Evernote I wrote inside. Wow. Basically, it's something about how... It's not about... Okay. When we have something that we want to do... Hmm. It always need We always need discipline, right? Like, for example... Uh, I want to go and run mm-hmm. every day. So that's something that I want to do. Then I realized that actually it's not the running that I want to do. Mm-hmm. It's the feeling that I want after I run. Which is? Right. I want to feel good. I want to feel healthy. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So when, when I try to decide, uh, because there's so many things I want to do. Uh, mm-hmm. Right? So instead of just picking out, ah, okay, I should go and run. I should go and read a lot of books. I should pick out what are the feelings that I want to feel. Yes. And then I come up with the things that I do in order to get that feeling. Exactly. Smart so girl. So it's the same thing as yours. It's the same thing. Okay, end of episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the same thing. Okay? It's the same thing. And I'm so glad you came to the realization. And this is what is what I'm teaching is going to be very logical. It makes sense. It's just that people don't th- approach it from that angle like forever until like now that I'm telling you maybe, you know, a light bulb goes off. Yeah, so it's the like pro- looking from the other end of the tunnel. Exactly, and extending it and really thinking beyond what's behind that those goals that we have, right? The mm-hmm. problem with goals is that because you are so fixated about what's quantifiable and a tangible outcome, the thing is that you may or may not get it, right? You may or may not get there. So if you don't get yeah. there, you will feel very, very lousy. You will feel like you're a failure, right? Mm-hmm. Or sometimes when you get there, you misfire. You go like, oh, I thought I was going to feel this way when I get it, but I don't feel this way. Then now how? Mm. Right? And the danger about the now-how, if you exactly. get it, is that there are a lot of people who might not even get to the goal. So, do you know it's very dangerous if you spend your entire life going after a goal, thinking that you will feel a certain way after you get that goal and you never get to that goal and then you misfire your whole life? Mm. Which is what happens. Which it is what happens, happens right? <laughs> so, there are also a lot of people who spend like a good 20, 30 years of their life yeah, building a yeah, lot of um, wealth and whatever, right? Then they feel very empty. Like, after they get everything that society teaches them that they should mm. get, they, they sit down and they go like, so now what? So, for someone who spends 20 to 30 years chasing after wealth, for example, what is it that this person wants to feel? You got to this ask This person, person never even questioned yeah. himself, lah, maybe. Exactly, because sometimes, right, what he actually wants, it's not in the wealth. Mm. So he, if this person realizes this, that he can put a stop. Yes. Is that what you mean? Yes. And or pursue find, something else. Pursue something else, be more accurate after the things that you pursue. Your pursuits will be very aligned. Wow. With how you want to feel. Okay. Right? So what we want to do here is that through this exercise, let's not think about the tangible, quantifiable outcomes first. We will think we will get there. But first, mm-hmm. let's get clear about what is it that we want to feel that, us, that seems to be behind all these goals. Wow. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. so I think the best way to illustrate is to uh, give a few examples of some of the core desires that I have in the previous years. Okay, so all these core desires, eh, you have so many. How mm-hmm. do you know which one is your core desire? Yeah, okay. So the first part of the exercise really is for you to do uh, what you call, what I call a desire dumping, uh, like a feelings dump, right? Like a mm. thought download. So you get a blank piece of paper or a beautiful journal, which I've been encouraging everybody to buy. Okay. okay. So what you do now is I just want you to do like a free flow and like a thought download of how is it that you want to feel in the new mm. year, in 2019. Okay. How, how is it that you want to feel? Okay? So, just give yourself like maybe 5 to 10 minutes and you just do like a thought diarrhea, you know? Dump everything down. Right. Keywords, right. phrases, anything. So, it could be things like, I want to feel abundant. I want mm. to feel healthy. I want to feel vitality. Mm. I want to feel confident. I want to yeah. feel inner peace. I want to okay. feel empowered. Right. I want to feel decisive. So what happens after the dump? Okay, so after you do that dump, you should be able to empty everything that's swirling in your heart and your soul and your mind, okay? Uh So that's already a very clarifying and empowering exercise in itself. Then Uh what you do is that you look at the blank piece of paper and you will realize that actually there are a lot of different feelings and emotions that gravitate towards, uh, they overlap. They gravitate towards Mm. a central cough desire, right? right? They are one of the same. Okay, so it could be being confident, right? Mm, Maybe being, okay. decis- being decisive and stop being submissive is a form of confidence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, or maybe higher self-esteem as well. Maybe there are a few different mm. feelings that conjure this whole desire of you wanting to have a higher self-esteem. Right. Right? So oh. to give us a better idea, you, maybe you can tell us how it works for you. 
this is a good time like this week which is the last week of the year this is when you have mm-hmm. to start doing this kind of desire mapping exercise it does yeah. you, can, you can do it in one sitting or you can do it in multiple sittings as well so you haven't done yours yet uh, for uh, this year mine for year. i already have one two three four five six seven eight post-its on my wall now Wow. So, also this, you're doing it slowly. Slowly, because I've been tuning into my intuition since about eight weeks ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the first word that came out eight weeks ago was create. Create, yeah. Yeah, I've got other words right now. And they through the last eight weeks, one is mm-hmm. consistency. Mm-hmm. And then another word is abundance. Okay. Uh, one is vitality. I've mm-hmm. mentioned vitality multiple times in the previous episodes, Yeah, right? so that must be one of your yes. core desires. Yeah. And then yeah. um, another one is upgrade my thinking, okay. which is closely related to train, use, watch my brain. Mm. Yeah, so I want to do a lot of mind work in the new year, you know, mm-hmm. which is to use my brain. And this amazing one, which just came out last week, is constraints. Mm. Which is to do... Giving yourself some limits. Yes, doing less, not trying to be everywhere, doing everything. Yeah, because you're a Danny bunny. Yes. You have yes. endless energy. So the thing is, you can have a lot of uh, core desires, but uh-huh. it's very good if you can just really have three core desires or less. So you have to discard the other, let's say you have eight, you have to discard like five of them and concentrate on three of them. Uh, that's my suggestion because they are core. Mm. You can have well, you can't have everything, right? You, you, can, you can say, oh, then I want to have 100 core desires. Law. You can, they yeah. all call. Law. Then but see the, how you're going to achieve. Law. Yeah, but the whole idea is that really constraints. Constraining is a mm. very powerful thing that you can do. Yeah, and instead of trying right. to do 10% of 100 things, why don't yeah. you just do 100% of one or two things? Mm-mm-mm. Oh my God, I'm actually excited to do this exercise. Yeah. Because, I mean, I have a journal I write all the time. I think even if I look through what I've been writing, you know, the last few months, I might be able to pick out some stuff. Right. Yeah. So how do you want to do this? Do you want to us to uh, give you like five to ten minutes and then you do the exercise <laughs> and then we pause, we actually just pause and then we oh. come back and everybody actually do the exercise and then we come back and then you can share your values and your yeah, core desires. Yeah, that sounds good actually. So they, they pause the podcast, right? Yeah. And- yeah. Just go and do. So we'll we'll just give everybody ten minutes to do this first part of the exercise, and Rebecca, you will do that as well. I'll give you ten minutes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then we will come back ten minutes later. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. See you guys later. You guys later. Enjoy. Later. All right, guys. How was okay. your ten minutes of uh, exercise? <laughs> well, my ten minutes was very illuminating. <laughs> really? Huh? Did it feel like super long, or was it like very fast? No, no, it's actually very fast. Okay, if it's very fast, the thing right? Is, if it's very fast, it yeah. means you, you kind of have a lot of clarity of thought. No, la, it's more like every year, the same, the, I want the same things. Every year you want the same Every thing. year, yeah. You want what they don't you really change. Have. Yeah, yeah, I want what I already have. Sometimes okay. I don't manage to achieve them. Okay, so, so t- yeah. tell us, how do you want to feel in 2019? Okay, I anyhow write one. Uh. Mm. Feeling a bit shy. Okay. <laughs> don't shy, don't shy with no judgment, shy, huh? not judgment, okay. yeah. Safe, safe Even zone. you judge me, I can't hear you, so I can see your face. So. <laughs> it's a hundred percent safe zone here. All right. Uh, so I want to feel at peace. Mm. I want to feel connected to other people. Mm. Uh, healthy and strong, mm. joyful, contented. Mm. Uh, I want to feel like I have made the world a little bit better. Mm. I want to feel like myself. Mm. I want to feel abundant. I want to feel smarter. I want to feel at ease everywhere I go. Mm. Mm. I want to feel confident. And I want to feel leisurely. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's my list. That's a beautiful list, by the way. And there are already mm-hmm. some common themes that I can see. Like, for example, you can tie ease with leisurely together. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Okay. Confident, feeling more yourself, you can tie together. Mm. Right? Healthy and strong is also confident, feeling more of yourself together. And I like this, you know, I, I like this feeling more of myself thing. Because yeah. I think that when it comes to a lot of self-help or positivity or happiness, a lot of people are preaching about being happy, you know, being yeah. a better version of yourself. It's, it's, it's not really, it's actually becoming more of who you are that we're trying to be. Yeah. In fact, I'm pretty, I don't know, I'm pretty sick of hearing people talk about happiness. Yeah. Because happiness is not the point. It's not the point. 
as I have discovered. Mm. Um, yeah, I think being more of myself, being a truer version of myself makes me happier. Mm. And, and also being at ease with the human experience, you know? Yeah. Yeah, em- embracing all the facets of um, the human experience, including having little moles, you know? <laughs> as long as they are not cancerous. Yes, yes, yes. yes. But actually, yeah. one would argue that even if it's cancerous and you, you have that mole, that is part it. of the human experience as well. That yeah. is part of your True. human experience, yeah. So that's, that's probably something that we have to wrap our mind. That's another higher around. level. Yes. Yeah. You know, we, there are all these levels that we will need to uh, encou- encounter, overcome. But and, yeah, there are a lot of levels to life. Mm. And at every level, we should try to feel at ease mm. at every level. I think different levels of um, encounters will give us different level of opportunities of learning. Yes. Although mm. I read an article today. Mm-hmm. Do you know Marianne Keys? She's a chick lead writer. Chick lead writer. No, I don't know about her. Anyway, she was writing this essay about how she's really sick of how like everyone she talks to, right, um, brings up the idea of how it's important to learn something valuable from uh, bad experiences. Mm. She's like, you know, if you have a bad experience, it doesn't mean you need to learn from it. Sometimes you can just immerse yourself in a bad experience mm-hmm. and it's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's another point of view. Because mm. we have a positivity culture now, right? Like mm-hmm. everything, everything that happens, something positive must come out of it. And mm-hmm. you must be a positive person. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a form of stress sometimes. Yeah, I, I, guess, I guess a lot of people just, you know, their way of handling uh, negative emotions or negative issues is that, yeah, they will handle it, but they want to get out of it as quickly as they can mm. so that they can continue living their normal life. Yeah. You know, that, that's how we, most people Back deal with it. Back to the usual programming. Yeah, so yeah. I guess what Marion uh, Keys is trying to encourage is that, you know, we need to be at ease and at peace and be able to allow discomfort in our life. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is a skill set and that's really high-level stuff we're talking about. Yeah, really high-level. I think, yeah, that you need but a lot of practice. But we will get there. You, there's yeah. a lot of practice, you know. I a guess lot of opportunities for us. To, definitely, especially when we grow old and then when you have pain and stuff like that, you know, and yes. you're sick, you know, you're weak and things like that. You know, your body is not so able. You need yeah. to allow discomfort. Yeah, if we are lucky enough to grow old, we will definitely have the opportunity to, to practice mm. all these things that we just talked about. Mm. So so thank you for sharing your list. So I'm just wondering, you know, uh, to our, for mm. our listeners, you know, what what are the core desires that you have put down on your list? You know, don't worry if let's say you only manage to come up with three or five. It's it's yeah. up, it's not little, you know, as long as you can come up with something. And also, maybe 10 minutes is too short for you. You Maybe you need to start thinking about, you know, giving yourself the time and space and start thinking, you know, and start encouraging and watching if there are any keywords that froth. Because this is a mm. totally new way of thinking about setting your goals. Um, and it might not come naturally as naturally as to uh, Rebecca, who has been doing a lot of um, self-development work or to myself I've been doing this for like three to three and four years now so mm. it's very very natural but when I first started it was very difficult as well for me to like really sit down and think clearly what is it that I want to feel and also yeah. there, are, there are people out there who don't really like to be in touch with their feelings <laughs> I'm sure yeah I'm but, sure, but there yeah. is there is this quote that I want to share uh, with uh-huh. you guys about why um, you know feelings are very magnetic and why feelings and getting clear Uh, on how you want to feel is very important. And this Mm. quote is by Abraham Hicks. And she's the one who wrote The Law of Attraction, which is a very, very famous book. Okay. Uh, And it's one of those um, very, very early books I read that introduced me to the world of woo-ness, you know? (laughs) Uh Yeah. And I I love this uh, quote from her. And she said, Whenever you start guiding yourself by caring about how you feel, you start guiding yourself back into the stream of source energy. Okay, wow. and stream of source energy is, really very woo woo. Yeah, it's like in um capital letters for her. Okay, uh, okay, even and, more. Woo-woo. Yeah, and then she goes on to say, and that's where your clarity is. That's where your joy is. And that's where your flexibility is. That's okay. where your balance is. That's where your good ideas come from. That's where all the good stuff is accessed from. Right. Feelings. What if your feelings change? You're allowed to change your feelings. 
Mm. I mean, because feelings uh, change. Yeah. So this year, my core desires uh, halfway through the year it changed. So from from what to what? So in the beginning of the year, mine was really about connection, and I mm. really wanted to connect with people deeply, one person at a time. Mm. And that was a huge core desire for me, right? Yeah. And then halfway through the year, that core desire is still there, but I felt like I did a lot of it, so I got it out of my mm. system, right? Right. And then a new core desire came out, and that new core desire was really just inner peace. Mm. Okay. Right. So yeah. So that is totally new. But if I was very very strict about it, and I was like, okay, you know, KIV, <laughs> this inner peace until next year. No what? You know, you're up <laughs> next year. Then feel peace. No, no, no. <laughs> when it comes up, it means like you know, okay, maybe this has taken precedence over the previous uh-huh. one, and tune into it and lean into it. So you know, listen to your feelings. Huh? Yes, just tune into yeah. it, and you're allowed okay. to change your feelings. You you are an adult. You know, and a human being. You're a human being. You're allowed to change your mind. Yeah, we're not robots. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people who have so much guilt around changing the decisions or like this whole sunk cost fallacy kind of thing. It's like, oh, I've been at it for so many years. Now that I change, you know, I don't know how people will judge me. You know, Mm -hmm. I have shame attached to the changing of my mind. Yeah, so a lot of it is deprogramming. Because we have a a lot of this programming from everywhere, our parents, society. Mm. Yeah, and all, all this programming, a lot of it is not even true. Mm-hmm. It's not even useful. Mm. So again, it comes back to awareness. Are we aware or not? Yeah. And so yeah, there are no rules, basically. No rules, definitely. There are and, no rules. And yeah. I, re- I really want to encourage people to be at more at ease with the fact that, you know, you are allowed to change your mind. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. We're and, allowed to be ourselves. <laughs> Definitely, you know, you, yeah. you, you just need to decide to decide. That's it, you know, that, yeah. is, that is an action that you can take or, you know, um, and, and you can move forward with it. There's no guilt. Okay. There's no need to. So, to, mm. so I have my lease, right? Then mm. what happens next? Okay, so what happens next is that with, let's say for those people who have got like 20, 30 items like me, uh, that kind of, mm. <laughs> then you will want to really trim off and see if there are you any have a overlapping. Lot of feelings. Yeah, a lot of feelings <laughs> I want to feel because like, you know, so many things, right? I feel like the yeah. whole um, range and spectrum of feelings that a human can have. There are so many you that I want, want to experience. Be, yeah. yeah, because I think that's why we're here on earth, right? To experience, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to yeah. like wet, like try on for size, you know, uh, and things like that. But then also cannot be so so greedy, lah. So you really yeah. have to really trim it down and and okay. and size it down to two to three core desires. Okay. Um. So then I. So once you have your core desires. Yeah. Look at any themes that seem to keep recurring. Right. Mm. So maybe you come up with five different things about having a higher self esteem. You know, or maybe you want adventure, oh. but you're talking about adventure in so many different keywords, but they're all mm-hmm. about the same thing. You want adventure, you want excitement, you know, right. a sense of excitement. Okay. So you just basically see which are the recurring themes, which are the strongest themes, which you feel most pulled to, which, which are the words that are most magnetic to you that when you look at them, it goes like, yes, this feels right. This is what I really want. Because of all the words that you have, there will be some that will jump right out at you. That feel like mm. there's a, this very strong pull for how you want to feel in the new year. They feel wow. so, they light you up. They, they, they look so exciting and so sexy, you know. I think this one needs a bit, of, a bit more time. Like yeah. even I look at my list, I don't have a lot of feelings on my list. But I feel like I need time to like digest. Definitely. And, and let the connections jump out. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, that's where the subconscious mind kicks in. You could feel this strong because right now they've got everything on a piece of paper. So you've really kind of emptied your thoughts already. So now mm-hmm. this is where the subconscious mind starts to kick in. You okay. know, you can plant the question and just plant your question for your subconscious mm-hmm. to answer. And your question is, how do I want to feel in 2019? And just let it simmer for yes. a bit, right? Marinate. Simmer. I mean, the yeah. year is starting in a few days, but yes. it's okay. Don't right? rush the process. <laughs> if it doesn't come, it doesn't come. It's okay. It doesn't have to happen on 1st of January. No, 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 no. <laughs> just, just let the subconscious work its magic. It will come. Wow. And you will okay. know. And then there's no I'm point in this, rushing yeah. this. Don't force it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But start the process. The best time so to start is now. It, yeah. So is this the end of the exercise? Uh, okay, so I wanted to... Yeah, it's about that's about it, right? So, But I wanted to tell you guys how to apply it. Mm. Okay, so after you have all these core desires, right? You tell people, huh, you know, I did this amazing exercise with Dan and Rebecca. <laughs> now I've got my three shiny core desires. Okay, good, uh-huh. good for you. So how do you apply it? Okay, yeah. so the thing is that 
when you have these core desires, they, they become your North Star okay. for the year, for your decision making. So you don't have to set goals uh, in connection to these feelings immediately. It becomes like a candy store for you because you already know this is how you want to feel regardless mm-hmm. of what you do, right? Because, you know, the way... Okay, look at every day we do things. Uh, okay, you, you spend time with your friend, you go and watch a particular movie, you go and eat that particular bowl of Mi Tai Mak. It's, yeah. it's a feeling that you're after. Yeah. Small and big decisions is because you want to feel a certain way. That's why you, mm. you bought that thing or that you choose to spend your time that way. Mm-hmm. Correct? So now that you have your North Stars and you are very clear about how you want to feel, take this North Star and apply it to every decision that comes your way. I see. So, okay, for example, mm. if let's say one of my core desires is leisure, right? Mm. Or for 2019, that means when I take on jobs, Yes. I need to think about that. Yes. Like, is this going to give me more leisure time in 2019? Yeah. So that's how to apply. Yeah. Uh, so let me okay. tell you the exact benefits of having clear desires. Okay. okay. The first benefit is that mm. it becomes this guiding light on North Star. So when you make decisions that way, when it's small, deliberate decisions and actions inspired by your true desires, you yeah. then end up creating a life that you love. <sighs> You create True. a life you love because it's True. it's more about living now, not just doing. So one of my core desires is I want to feel more healthy, healthier. That means I cannot eat KFC anymore. No, it's up to you. Do you when because I want to feel healthier. Yeah, but then maybe when you eat the KFC, you have got other desires also, ma. Like what? No, but it, then it conflicts with my desire to feel healthy. Okay, because then... after I eat KFC, I don't feel healthy. Yes, so, so, for example, if you, are, you truly own the core desire for the year, which is health, mm. right? Then when you go to the KFC and you, eat, you, you tell yourself, well, when I eat this, does it, is it aligned with my core desire, right? Mm. And if your core desire really resonates with you, it will become so easy for you to say no to the KFC or the Zinger Burger. Yeah. <laughs> like the moment you open your mouth, you will like, yeah. like, like, like jump away or something Correct. Like because this is, a, this is a true core desire. It should be vibrating like very strongly, right? So it shouldn't feel forced. It shouldn't. You cannot bluff yourself, you know. You cannot tell people like, oh, you know, this is my core desire because it sounds good to other people, you know. Or yeah. even if it sounds good to yourself, you know. Don't mm-hmm. lie to yourself. Mm-hmm. Be very, very honest. Is this what you truly want? Yeah. Right? And maybe really health can come from other forms, not just food, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe you can compromise a little on your food choices, but that health right. aspect... That, that core desire of having health is going to come from other areas, maybe. Okay, okay. It could be, it could be mental health, right? Mm-hmm, if it's physical mm-hmm. health, it could be like, okay, you really do more exercise, you mm. know, you, you prioritize your rest time, your downtime and sleep. Yep, okay. It could be that. It doesn't have to come from all areas of your life. I see. Okay, that's quite clarifying, I think. Because mm. I'm sure a lot of people have a lot of questions. Mm. I guess, like, if people have questions, they can also ask on Facebook definitely, or Instagram. definitely. Yeah, because this is the first time that we're doing this. Mm. And then there are some other benefits of um, having clear desires as well. Um, one which I really love is there's, there becomes less proving, more living. Mm, okay, okay. Okay. Because Can you elaborate on less proving? Okay, less proving meaning like, you know, less striving and hustling. Like, okay. Like a lot of people try and... Um, they try and make themselves feel better by changing the actions or doing certain actions. Mm. Okay, so it's the other way. Well, mm. What we're trying to say is get clear on the desires, what you want, make sure that right. these are aligned before you go out and do something. So when cool. you do, it becomes living. It's not proving to anybody I or see. striving or hustling anymore. So now it doesn't matter how you look to other people. It it's about how you feel. When you have that clarity of thought, yeah. right? And alignment is so empowering. It becomes like you're so confident. Mm, okay. You know, everything else becomes noise. Yeah. Wow. Right? And then, of course, the other one which I really like is that when you have clear desires, you start saying yes to the right opportunities and you say no yeah. to the wrong opportunities. You know exactly yeah. what is it that you want, what is it that you don't want. Mm. It's such a big problem for a lot of us. Because mm. there's no North Star. Correct. We just kind of go along like... And you just try and wing you it. Know, yeah, you, you don't really know what you're thinking. You don't know what you want. Correct. It's very hard to make decisions. So from a business point of view, for example, if you are craving uh, inner peace, right? Yeah. Or leisure, leisure for yourself. You, things have to be leisurely or a sense of mm. ease, right? Ease and peace, right? Yeah. So 
for you, this year, next year, when a project comes in, if you feel like the money is very, very good, but this client mm. is very, very toxic, it becomes easier for you to walk away from it. Yeah. But as opposed to, let's say you never do all this mind hygiene or clarifying work, you go into and you meet this opportunity, you get very confused. Mm. And it's so easy for you to just look at the money and forget yep. that actually what you want to do and feel is a sense of peace and ease. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. So this wow. is why I love this. Be- so this is quite powerful, I think. But Very. yeah, we need to really sit down, take uh, take some time to really think this through. Very. I think I think this is a very... Personally, I've done this for three years and I think that is one of the best ways to do yeah. goals with soul. Goals with soul. Yes, this is the way you do goals. <laughs> you go and patent that. Yeah. Yeah, you, you that. don't do goals with just goals and then, you know, because it's so tangible, it's so measurable, it's whatever. You don't think about how you want to feel. Then you uh-huh. give up halfway or you get it uh-huh. and you go like, oh, oh my God, I, did, I don't feel the right lay. This isn't really what I want me. Yeah, yeah. So it's how to think. This is, this is actually how to think. Yeah. And then really, really, at the end of the day, this becomes very freeing. You know, this whole idea of having a core desire is not to limit you. It's actually very freeing and liberating because once you know that the feeling that you're after is maybe a sense of adventure or excitement, then it can be anything. It doesn't have to be a particular goal. Oh. There are so many ways that so many things you can do to get what you want and to feel that way, and it doesn't even have to be a big thing. You can you can start having mm-hmm. it right now. So you can do away with your bucket list already, your exactly. bungee jumping and exactly. stuff like that. Exactly, you can be oh excitement meaning okay maybe I can just do something that pushes my comfort zone every day. Something that mm-hmm. is uncomfortable for me is exciting to me, you know. This really is a pretty unconventional way of thinking about life. I love you it, know? but it's the smart most people way. don't think like that. It's smart. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a smart way to think about it, but mm. yeah. It's smart, have, right? But it's not yeah. trying to be tiaokang or trying to be difficult or trying to be mm. very no- novel, novelty, you know? Like, I, like... I think it, it takes some getting used to. Mm. Because we will, even when I think about it now, I think I will very easily slip back to just my usual way of thinking. Mm. You know, like, oh, I want to, I want to do this, I want to do that. Mm. A lot of the doing. Mm. So it takes some like kind of getting used to this new mode of thinking. To, to get used to this or to introduce yourself to this new way of thinking or setting goals is you really need to, to be deliberate about it. So you have to carve out some time and space, sit down, give yeah. yourself time to plan and think and go through it. And don't just go like, oh, you know, um, yeah, this, this doesn't work. Or like, you know, okay, mm-hmm. I'll do it when I have time. You know, right. and before you know it, all the decisions start coming already. All the opportunities start coming and life happens, mm. you know. Then you never okay. front load all the work so you don't have that clarity. And when it comes, it's just all very knee-jerk. And then you go back to the old ways of deciding. Lo. So this has been very, very helpful, I think. Mm. Um, we should probably end this episode. Definitely. So that yeah, you guys short. can go and you know like do this exercise and, and come up with something. Maybe next week, should we have a review? Yeah, we can, definitely. I mean... Guys, not next week, lah. Maybe like a future episode. Yeah, because I think it takes some time. Yeah, if you have any questions around this exercise, please let us know. If you want to share some of the core desires that you have, or if let's say you have your core desires and you're like, okay, Dan, but I don't know how to apply. Or mm. if you can think of a particular scenario, just send in your questions, and I can see see what I can do to clarify and help you guys out. Yes, and uh, all the URLs are at our website at lightolabs.com slash podcast, right? And Uh, and on our SoundCloud as well, you can see all the links to our website and all that. We're also on Instagram, lightolabs, that's our handle. Rebecca is Rebecca underscore, underscore, (laughs) Rebecca underscore toe. Mine is Happy Danny Bunny. We are also on Facebook. Um, facebook.com slash hello lito so there are many many ways in which you can get in touch with us it's very easy to find us lah. yeah just hit yeah, the I mean, podcast page also, you can come and look for me yeah Selita uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, and then eventually we're going to do an autographing session so you can come and meet us in person. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, all our friends will be there. All right, like, so we're going to wrap up with two songs. Okay. Mm. Yes. Rebecca, so, uh, you my song, my song kind of fits today's theme, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, the lyrics, right, one part of it goes something like, um, like I said, hey, what's going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what's going on, man? Yeah, so you should be able to guess the song. Mm. I love so that song. sentiment of like, like what's up what's going on with my life mm. a lot of us feel that mm. um, if we go through life on autopilot right then one day we're gonna wake up and like what the hell what's going on in my life mm. so yeah I think 
it's good to wake up and be a bit more aware of what we're doing, our little decisions in life. So today's exercise, I think, is about that, right? Yeah, um, being definitely. a lot more conscious and deliberate. I think it's very difficult, but um, every little bit of effort helps. Definitely. We need to carve out special time, be deliberate in what's going on in our life, what's going on in our heads, what's going on in our relationships. Yes. Yeah. So, I so what about your song? song? My song is a Japanese song, again. Um, yeah, so... Japanophile, right? Yeah, Japanophile. But this is an enka, right? So enka mm-hmm. is like the more old kind of uh, Japanese song. It's more traditional. And this okay. song is beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. It's actually a folk song, right? Lu er tao. The Ming Yao. Okay. And this is yeah. a song that they sing at um, happy occasions when there is a celebration. Okay. It's a okay. very basic song that they sing. And you will hear this kind of very foxy um, uh, tone to it. And why I love it was because the melody is just beautiful, the lyrics is beautiful. It's, it's really about celebrating life and being very hopeful. And um, the first time I heard it was when I was attending this singer's concert in Japan. And I've never heard this song before then. I've heard all her other songs, but mm-hmm. I've never heard her um, perform this song before. And she sang this song when she did her encore, and this was the last song that she sang. And can you imagine hearing the song for the first time and being reduced uh-huh. to... Like Ipa Piti. I was just crying Shit. like a cow wow. in my seat. And in this Do you think we'll experience that today? Listening to the song later? I um I'm oh not sure. God. I hope you feel that. Um yeah. I I feel that her live version was so touching. It was so like I just felt being washed over by a tsunami of emotions. And wow. it's everything okay. is it's beautiful, it's a beautiful piece. Um okay. and I hope you like it. Let's listen to the songs. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed this last episode of the year. Happy New Year to you guys. Happy New Year. See you guys next week. See you guys next week. Bye. I realized quickly when I knew I should That the world was made up of this brotherhood of man For whatever that means Into a crisis
Philadelphia still Time to get up that great big heel of hope For a destination
Oh my god, you're still here! If you have enjoyed this episode, please make sure you follow or subscribe to us so you can be the first to know when a new episode is out. The Lighto Podcast is now on SoundCloud, Spotify and Stitcher. Woohoo! Come check us out at lightolabs.com. That is spelled L-I-T-O-L-A-B-S dot com. Rebecca is on Instagram at Rebecca underscore Toe. And Dan is at Happy Danny Bunny. Be good, be kind. Thank you for tuning in and we will see you next week. 